Welcome to Functional Design Enclosure. I am Nate Jones. And I'm Christoph Newman. We're here to help you use closure and functional programming to make your everyday life as a developer less frustrating and more fulfilling. That's right. We love closure. We love talking about closure and we love making closure do the things that make our life simpler each and every day in <laughs> yes. our jobs. And so today we are going to focus in on some more core functions because, you know, the core is the core of closure. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like you know, the, the closure is all, all closure is, is just a set of functions. And uh, so if you know the toolbox better, you will uh, be able to use it uh, more effectively and it'll be fun. Is that is that a little like saying all programming is is just typing? <laughs> no, no. I I think what you're saying is like like closures functional programming. So the tool to get the job done is the function. <laughs> right. No, no. Programming properly defined is debugging an empty file. So that's that's <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You start empty, and then it, when you're done, all the debugging information is there. So we're going to talk about partition by and group by in this episode this week, and um, and and what they're good for. Yeah, we we end up lots of times in in, in our in our in our work and in, in closure general. Like you 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 have sequences of data. You have either you know vectors or sequences and you and you need to to make sense of them and so there's there, there there's there's ways of like usually there's 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 some sort of like uh, ordering or a way of classifying them and and so we 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 have often used partition and group by partition by and group by to to, to help us make sense of data uh, because a lot of times it's good to start off with a big vat of data because uh, it's very flexible but it doesn't actually answer you any questions uh, being able to to distill it down and and answer questions is kind of the point, you know. Yeah, and so they each take a function that returns a value that identifies like the category, if you will. And so you can think of you can think of the function like partition by and group by as as categorizing data, right? Partition by is going to create sub sequences for everything that is in the same category. Um, and it's just going to split that sequence every time that function that you give it returns a, a different value, right? So, so for example, a common thing is if you have a whole bunch of maps in a sequence, you give it one of the map keys as a function, and it's going to split up that sequence into subsequences where everything in the subsequence has the same map key. And so, so you can find a bunch of things in a row you know, a bunch of things that have the same, the not map key, but the same value for the map key you provided. So, <laughs> so yes. for example, for example, we we work a lot with esports data, so you can have game ID as the map key. And so then, if we have a bunch of data, it's going to partition it if that is in order. It's going to partition it into subsequences of where all the items in that list all share the same value for their game ID. So that that function you pass it in is it, think of it as a categorization function. Same thing group by group by is going to create a map 
where you have one value uh, in the map. You know, each key is a va- is a value that was observed, and then it creates subsequences under that, right? And so it's total. It's eager. It goes through the entire thing. So they're both very useful for classifying, but they have like one is more of like total classification group by and the other is more of like i'm going to divide this up based on this classification function yeah and it, and it really depends on on the purpose of of you know what what you're trying to accomplish um and if you want to keep uh the order I- intact um cuz like for instance we'll we'll deal with streams of event from from an esport game and we want to know, you know, how many of a certain type of event comes in in a row. Because we'll know it'll, we know it will come in throughout the rest of the game, interspersed with other types of events. But we want to know, we want, we, we want to, to um, <laughs> group each of these as it comes in, instead of waiting for the all the way to the end of the data, because the end of the data is, you know, some at some point off in the future. And we, we need to know what the group of events, what the unique group of events is as they come in. And so the nice thing about partition by is that, like you said, it's lazy. So group by is eager, but partition by is lazy. Yeah, and so the partition by is nice in its laziness because you can, you can chop up the data as it comes in um, every time the key changes. Uh, group by is is nice when you have the entire thing, right? Like you you it 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 will go all the way through the end. It's eager. They're both order preserving in the groups, but but once you because group by produces a map, the keys of the map are not order preserving, right? It's gonna but it's the- gonna go through that entire data set, right, and throw everything into the appropriate bucket, and so that bucket will be ordered. But so, so, the, the so buckets like, between themselves are not ordered, yeah. right? So, like if if group by is going through your 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 list of data and it finds three different you know subgroups, so to speak, and each of those has an order, those three groups will be ordered in the same order, and inside of each group will be ordered in the same order as they were in the original sequence. But the the, the top level map won't be ordered because that top level map is it's a map. Maps aren't ordered. Right. Yeah. So, for example, if let's use some esports data. So, if we have a, a bunch of events that came out of a game, and let's say we have a bunch of death events. And so, we do a group by event type. And so, now we're going to end up with this map that has all of the ev- events from the stream. So, we like to keep these events in, in, in stream order, right? In time order, in the order in which they were produced by the game. And so if we fetch out the death key for the because we that was a type of event, then each of those events in that vector are going to be in time order. So they're in the order that they were encountered when the group by what so whatever your original ordering was in the in the list, group by will be order preserving in each of the buckets. Um, and so that's that's very handy that it does that. Yeah, I think the the uh, like another another really good use case we've we've often used group by four in in our in our is when we're t- analyzing statistical data, like player performance stats, and uh, 
And so we, we start off with a list of and every 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 element in the list is tagged with uh, a player name and what game they played in. And so we can we can answer a bunch of different questions with that. But say we want to get um, the the total of st- of each player's stats in each game. Well, we can take uh, group by and pass it as its classification function juxt. We can say juxt player ID game ID game number or game ID. And Just. that will, yeah, and that will give us a, a map where the key is uh, the uh, player ID game ID tuples, and then we can take all of the resulting. We can basically do vowels because we don't actually want to look it up by that. We just want to have it, have it grouped by that, and then we take all the vowels, which it ends up with a list being a list of lists, and we can map. Uh, uh, an aggregate function over each of those to combine them down into a single number. Yeah, that's a great point. Like group by doesn't, you can play all the same tricks with group by that you do with sort by, for example, or with juxt, right? Group by doesn't have to return a single value. You can use juxt and then you have a conjunction of different functions together that return different values. And so, so it's like a really expressive way of saying what determines the bucket that you're throwing all this stuff into. You know, so I like how you said, okay, well, we want to group by player ID, and then we want to group by game, and then we want to group by round if we wanted to, right? We could throw that in, like round within within the game. And then we're going to get these buckets that are at that level. And so we're still going to need to inspect the values in the buckets. I mean, we can look at the key and know, okay, what is this bucket that we're looking at? Or you can look at the values and know what's in the bucket too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But sometimes you you like there's lots of times where we 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 do a group by just to throw away the and get just get the vowels. Like that that's a, vowels group by is is something that happens more than once in our code, um, and 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 for 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 good reason. Um, and, 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 yeah, and, and I was gonna say there's a symmetry there because what you could also do, and it would be less efficient, but what you could also do is you could take the same data. And you could do a sort by that that same conjunction, right? So like like juxt if you know with your example you did juxt player ID game ID, and so you could do a sort by juxt player ID game ID, and then run partition by on that. And if you do that, then you're going to end up with that same sort of situation where you end up with subsequences that are those buckets, but that. The keys have already been thrown away, if you will. <laughs> and so you you end up with the same thing, a sequence of subsequences. But there will be an ordering there, a, a total ordering in that array that based on whatever the sort function was. And sometimes that's useful too, right? Because group by, you, you would almost have to like do your group by and then sort by your keys and then throw the keys away if you want to end up with the same net result. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's one thing that that come to come to realize is that partition by like doing that is is useful. Like what you just said. Like it's it's less efficient. But if you need it sorted, it's not less efficient because you need it sorted. But if you don't need it sorted, you just need it grouped. Then the gr- doing the group by is, is 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 more efficient. Yeah. And so that property of partition by unsorted data has the same net effect as group by on on unsorted data um 
that that's really handy when dealing with databases. So if you're, for example, we work with MongoDB is one example. And so the database drivers typically stream data back and then they have indexing for sorting so they can actually sort in a lazy way. Whereas in Clojure, when we're sorting in memory, it's not lazy. And so you can ask the database to do the sorting step, which is pretty efficient for the database and lazy. And then it's streaming the data back to you in a lazy way. And then you just run it through partition by and get your groups that way, right? If you see kind of the symmetry there. So the alternative would be read all the data in from the database and then, you know, do your group by and then find things. But it's it's a handy trick to have if you know, oh, hey, sort by plus partition by has a similar net effect, but I can do the sorting more efficiently in the database and the partition by in my code. <laughs> right, yeah. If if you can either leverage a, a database or your, or your data is already sorted, like if you keep it sorted already, then, then you don't have to worry about the, the performance hit. Yeah, yeah. And so like another, another fun thing is if we have a bunch of data sitting in memory and then we sort it by by different keys because we want to know, okay, who has the top kills? So we're going to, let's sort it by kill. And then you can partition by and then take a first. And that first group is like all of the players that are tied for the top kills, right? Uh, It might be one, it might be five. (laughs) And then you could go to a different dimension and say, okay, deaths, who, who are the players that are dying the most? Sort by deaths and descending <laughs> and then partition by first right and then now now you have all the players that are tied for the most deaths and and so it's very it's it's partition by is really useful for finding if you know the data sorted it's you you find all the equal things that way right and especially if the thing at the beginning is what you really want, the nice thing is the partition by is actually lazy. So you don't actually are part- you're not partition- partitioning the entire sorted data set. You're just you're just grabbing the first one. So it's not it's not it's it's done. It doesn't have to continue on. Right. And so sorting's not lazy. So you kind of have the penalty. But if it's sorted already, that's handy. And like for example, back to the database. If you're asking the database to reach across a huge set of things and return them to you in some order partition by can let you sort of pick that out quickly without uh without actually fetching all the data from the database right right i think one 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 other in 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 kind of a related sense like we're we're just talking about i'm only interested in one of the values you know the top value um it's also interesting to think about the case where i know the entire data set only has two values and and I want to bucket in, into two different things. So the, the the case that I'm thinking of, or that we I recently used it for, is basically I have a list of sorted dates, and I want to I want to chop it into two sections: what what the dates that happened before today and the dates that happened after today. And so I can take that list and run it through partition by with a little function that compares each date to you know the now whatever whatever the now day is, and. I'm going to get out of that. I know I'm going to get two partitions because it's either before or after. And so I can actually destructure that into two variables before and after. And now I can do things with those, with that data um, in, in, a, in a really, in a really efficient way. But I don't know. I know there's not going to be four or five or 10 partitions. I know there's only going to be two. So it's, it's useful sometimes if you know that, that you're going to bifurcate the data essentially to, uh, to use partition by in that, in that way. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and you can use um, you can use group by also for well, in in your case, partition by like that would work because if it's if it's an ordered, or you could do group by if it's unordered, but you just need two different buckets by date. But predicates work well, like Boolean predicates. So you you do group by or partition by the predicate. Like once again, it's order. So let's I'm going to use group by. You do group by with a predicate, and now you have a bucket of all the things that passed and a bucket of all the things that failed. You know, because yeah. you destructure out on the true key and the false key. Yeah, right? I've, I've used that and, to to like figure out. I have a set of teams, and I want to know if they're valid or invalid. And so it's basically like you said, if there's a boolean, and so I actually don't care about the grouped data at that point in time. I just destructure it into you know invalid true sorry invalid false valid true in a map because you can you can basically take the values straight out of that grouped by map and you get your results yeah and so there's a symmetry between what you can do with like group by and then also with filter too right so for example in your date case if you only cared about everything that was like after now or today and later then you could just run a filter and then you have a set and you're done but but if you want both of them, <laughs> you know, you if you only cared about like the the predicate when it failed, like when it returned false, and you didn't <laughs> care when it returned true, you run filter and right. you end up with all the false cases, right? But but if you want to inspect the true and the false, so it's just very handy when when you need to look at more than one category. And so sometimes I find myself writing code where I have a set of things and I run a filter and I have this and then I run a filter and then I have this other stuff and I run a filter and then I have this other stuff and I'm realizing like I'm I'm traversing this thing multiple times like is there a group by hiding in this code that needs to come out you know <laughs> Mul- multiple filters sometimes hide a group by that's an interesting right. I, I I I've run that same case too um, cuz when when you want to know what, what the other options are or what the other you know true false and and sometimes otherwise uh, uh, prop up, crop up in those in those cases. Right. One one of the uh, one of the other entertaining uses that I've used group by for is you can because maps are sequences, right? You can you can treat them like sequences, and our good old val function, which picks out the val of the the tuple, if you will, the map tuple. And so you can do group by val. And so you can take a map, you can feed it a map, and you do group by val, and then you end up with a map that where all of the <laughs> values are grouped together. So you can see which keys all shared the same value, which is handy sometimes. So I ended up, anytime you have a, a kind of a mapping, like a true mapping, where you know A is mapped to B or whatever. We I was using it for um for events, like different game modes that that are used in in a in a game, so in esports, right? So I was trying to figure out which events appeared in each of the game modes. And so I have a mapping table where okay, I have a the game mode and the event. I have all these pairs. And then I wanted to go back and I wanted to be like, for this event, it appeared in these three game modes, right? And so so you can kind of flip your map, invert your map that way and count up the redundancies by doing a group by on Val. Yeah, that's a really interesting use case. I think that lots of times you, there's 
there, there's problems that we were presented with that it's like, well, how would I, you know, then I, I guess I have to go through all the data again. I just have to go through all the data again. But it's like, wait, this, the, this, these categorization functions, group by and partition by, depending on if you want to, if you want to preserve the order or not, uh, really help you analyze that um, in in really interesting ways. Definitely. So yeah, there's there's it's kind of fun that symmetry between partition by like on sorted data versus group by. Uh, definitely the laziness is helpful for partition by, but if you have all the data at hand, the eagerness maybe isn't an issue with group by. Partition by if it if it if you're looking for more than just continuous sequences of things then um, you probably are going to have to sort it or something first so that maybe group by is the right choice. But if, you, but if it's in an order and you just want how, how many in a row, you know, how many in a row or how many are tied? Like that's maybe another way of thinking. How many, how many are in a row that are tied? Then, you know, group, <laughs> right. by, group by is, is the choice for you. So, so yeah, it's all, it, it's all about categorization and classification, right? You write a function that describes the category and now you can throw it over the wall to these core functions that give you back that information. It, it puts all the stuff together that matches that category. It's extremely useful in a lot of ways. And it certainly took me a while to, to notice or discover or see a bunch of the different ways, how it could be useful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really important to say, to think about the fact that lots of times when you categorize what all you're doing is you're just making smaller lists that oftentimes you then want to categorize again. And so it's not necessarily the end of the question, like maybe a reduce would, but it's, it's, it's an important step because you're trying to, you're trying to make sense of, of this, you know, the, of the vada data that you have. Yeah, definitely. And, and being eager isn't the end of the world. Sometimes, you know, you got, you got a lazy sequence <laughs> and you, and you filter, you, you filter out all the cruft before you run your group by, right? And then you've greatly reduced the set down. Um, and then, and then it eagerly consumes the rest or sort by. Right, right. Lazy is good, but eager is not always bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. We should be eager to be lazy, though. Yes, we want to. We want to. We want to avoid all the computations we 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 don't need to do. Um, all right. Well, I think that's enough. Enough of the. Uh, that's that's the end of this partition. The group. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a pun in there. But I think <laughs> I think if if anyone out there has an interesting use of partition by or group by, we uh, we'd love to hear. Um, you can always hop into our closure design dash podcast channel on closure and slack and um and and send us send us your uses um we, we'd love to hear them yeah we always love to hear from you hear what's on your mind you can you can send us email by emailing us to feedback at closure club uh hit us up on twitter by tweeting at closure design or as you mentioned nate you can join our closure and slack channel closure design dash podcast Yes, and uh, and catch up on any miss any missed episodes um, of the of our podcast on closuredesign.club. You can see all of our episodes and show notes on there, um, and you can also see them all in your uh, podcast uh, subscribing program. So please check it out. And if you like what you're hearing, go give us a review or give us some stars. 
More, more is better. <laughs> Please. We won't tell you how many, though. <laughs> Assign the appropriate amount. But we, we love your reviews. Help, help spread the word with your reviews and your ratings. Uh, and until next week, when we have a chance to chat some more, that's going to be it for now. Thanks for listening. 